Hello and welcome back to the Autumn Action News Podcast. My name is Jessica Joaquin. I am a reporter with the Autumn Action News and I am here with my co-host Marissa Johnson. How are you doing, Marissa? I'm doing great. Today we're going to cover our latest issue which came out on May 21st. We are recording this on May 22nd and we're just going to recap a few of the items that were in our paper. For all of the items that are in our paper, if you'd like to read the whole entire thing from cover to cover, you can go to our website at autumnnews.org. There you will find a PDF of the entire newspaper and you can download it and enjoy. All right, well, let's get into our first story. 13 tests positive for COVID-19, what you need to do. This story was by the Autumn Action News, Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian Community, and the SRPMIC Department of Health and Human Services. As of this recording, May 22nd, the Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian Community reported that additional community members residing in the community have tested positive for COVID-19 for a total of 13 so far. The first community member tested positive on May 7th. Information was provided by the SRPMIC Department of Health and Human Services. There are five members living off the community who tested positive as well. A statement released from the community government stated all individuals tested are educated to self-quarantine, and those who had close contact with a COVID-19 positive person will be notified by a healthcare professional within 48 hours. The protocols and procedures for contact tracing will be followed for individuals who test positive. SRPMIC Health and Human Services is bound by the HIPAA law, which protects the rights of individuals regarding the privacy of their health-related personal information. For more information about COVID-19 numbers in the community, here is President Martin Harvier. Hello, community members. I come to you today from the Office of the President for my weekly update. Uh, just wanted to give you some stats on where we're at as far as testing that's been done here in the community. And, you know, hopefully uh, in last week's video, uh, I mentioned that the, these stats would be given three times a week on our Facebook page and also our website. So hopefully you've been able to uh, visit those sites to see, you know, ag again, three times a week, those updates will be made. Uh, as of today, uh, our clinic has conducted 704 tests. Of those 704 tests, we've had 23 positive tests that have come back. 13 of those positive tests are those that live in the community. And I just thought it was important to announce that of those 13, three of those have recovered. So that's some good news of some of those that are, are struggling with this pandemic that has hit the country, that there is recovery and that recovery is happening within our community. I just think that that's important to know. I'd also like to just at this time recognize our health staff, all of those that are, are working at our clinic and, and providing services to our membership and also our other frontline employees as far as our police and our fire you know, we need to remember them in our prayers and blessings as they go out and they do their, their job uh, in working with uh, the members of our community and those that come into our community. So I think that's important. Again, prayers and blessings for, for all those. And again, continued prayers for the families that are going through this uh, struggle with this COVID-19. So we got to keep those individuals in our prayer. Our thoughts go out to those infected with COVID-19 and their families. We will keep you in our thoughts and we hope you a speedy recovery. As the stay-at-home order for the state of Arizona expired on May 15th, the tribal government's essential services expire on May 31st. What does that mean for you? It means you can go out and get your haircut, eat in a restaurant, and go shopping at some retail stores. 
Keep in mind, it's not life as we used to know it, at least for the time being. You must continue to follow social distancing guidelines, wear a mask, and wash your hands. You must not let your guard down. If you purchase something in a store, be sure to disinfect the item. Keep sanitizer in your car and disinfect your hands. If you plan to go out to eat, opt to sit outdoors where there's better air circulation and sit at least six feet away from other people. Limit your time away from home. Another video was also posted to SRPMIC Facebook regarding symptoms. Public health nurse and SRPMIC epidemiologist Nancy Mongieri shared some new COVID-19 symptoms provided through the U.S. Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. Hello. When the corona pandemic first started, the world was told that people worldwide were getting a variety of symptoms that ranged from mild to severe illness. Symptoms were appearing in two to 14 days and they continue to do that. After exposure to the virus, people get symptoms. Some people get a fever, a dry cough, shortness of breath, or a combination of symptoms. You've heard a lot about these three symptoms and that's because most of the research has been done on people that were in the hospital and seriously ill. And these three symptoms, fever, shortness of breath, and a cough, are very, very common in people with serious illness. In the early stages, that's all we knew about the virus. The virus is now spread worldwide. And we know that there's a lot of milder cases out there as well that look very different and have a very different set of symptoms. I think it's important for you to know what those are. One really interesting one that has caught people's attention is COVID toes. COVID toes are pink, red, purple lesions on the toes, and sometimes on the hands. There's a swelling, there's a burning sensation, there's itching, or there's a tender sensation on your toes. The good news about COVID toes is that they go away on their own. Let's talk some about some of the other symptoms that are associated with mild cases of COVID-19. Chills, repeated shaking with chills. We've heard a lot of people telling us that they have chills, but nothing else. And really what this is, is the body's reaction to a fever and it's causing the body to heat up. So the body shakes. Flu-like symptoms are another thing that people are talking about. And we're familiar with those symptoms. They're the same as COVID. Muscle pain, like the flu. And if you've ever had the flu, you know what that is. It feels like you have pain all over your body. Headaches, that's an important one. And it's really seen in the early stages of the illness. Sore throat and fever are another one. Sounds a lot like the flu, doesn't it? It could be COVID. Another new symptom is loss of taste or smell. And this one is now considered a really strong indicator of an infection, a COVID infection. Good news, your taste and your smell return in about two to four weeks on their own. It's not just adults that we need to be concerned about, although older people are definitely a group that are at high risk, but children can have similar symptoms to adults and generally have a mild illness. But this illness is unpredictable, and it has many ways of making you ill. 
If you're interested in learning more about the changing COVID list of symptoms or using a self-checker, you can go onto the internet at this address and find all the information. In fact, there's even a really interesting self-checker that you can use to see if you might have COVID symptoms. Don't let your guard down. Monitor your health, monitor the health of your family and your friends. If you have symptoms of COVID-19, get tested. If you have contact with a person who was positive, get tested. The hotline information number is here for you. Please call it 24 seven so that you can get tested. All right, moving on to testing. COVID-19 testing open to all SRPMIC members experiencing symptoms or not. This story was by Tasha Silverhorn, another reporter from the Autumn Action News. Did you know that even if you are not showing any signs or symptoms of the COVID-19 virus, you are still eligible to take a COVID-19 test at the Salt River Clinic? On April 30th, it was announced on the SRPMIC Facebook page that COVID-19 testing was available to enrolled Salt River Prima Maricopa Indian community members. SRPMIC enrolled members who do not have symptoms such as fever, cough, or shortness of breath, and who would like to be tested for COVID-19 can call the SRPMIC COVID-19 hotline at 480-362-2603 to make an appointment to be tested. This includes all SRPMIC members who do not reside in the community. When calling and making an appointment, you will be asked to press 1 for COVID-19 prevention information, press 2 if you have symptoms, press 3 if you do not have symptoms but still want to be tested. If you press 3 to be tested, you will speak to a clinician who will schedule an appointment for you to visit the COVID-19 testing site located in the parking lot of the Salt River Clinic. On Wednesday, May 13, Tasha took the COVID-19 test along with her family. When you arrive for testing, you pull up to the white tent at the Salt River Clinic parking lot entrance, where staff will check you in. You then pull farther into the parking lot to drive to the COVID-19 testing tent. At the testing tent, staff first give you forms to fill out. One is to find out if you have been experiencing symptoms, and the other is your contact information so you can be reached for results. Once the forms are complete, you will receive the mouth swab test, which takes less than 10 seconds. For Tasha's entire family, a family of five, to be tested, it took less than 30 minutes, and in that time, there were two other vehicles ahead of them. The Salt River Clinic staff will contact you within 48 hours with the test results. Fortunately, Marissa, uh, the uh, test results came back negative for Tasha and her family. That's wonderful, but this doesn't mean that they cannot catch the virus in the future. That's why it's important to practice social distancing, avoid touching your face before washing your hands, and to wash your hands frequently for 20 seconds with soap and water. Have you been tested, Marissa? Do you plan on getting tested? I do. We received an email talking about taking the pledge zero, so that was the other thing I was going to do. Oh, you're going you're gonna to take the pledge and you're also going to go to get tested, yeah? Yep. Got to be safe. Gotta be safe. Now, you're st you're still practicing social distancing. Like your social distancing game is still high. Of course, that's good. That's Even though good. a lot of places are open, I've been still distant. Yeah, a lot of places are opening now. Um, I just catch whatever Facebook posts I can and and watch the news a little bit, and I see everybody kind of you know it doesn't really 
seem like social distancing is being practiced um, all that well anymore. It's almost like a lot of people forgot about it. Exactly. I see the same thing. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, we still got to be cautious when we go out. And um, it's definitely a good idea to still keep wearing your masks. Yes, definitely. Um, but yes, we are very, very happy that um, Tasha and her family are um, are negative. Tasha makes her own masks too. Did you know that? She had talked about that. I thought that was really unique. Yeah, so she is out there making masks as well. And, you know, Tasha Tasha is our senior reporter and uh, for the Autumn Action News, and she will be making her appearance on the podcast very soon. Yep, can't wait. Can't wait. All right, Marissa, well, what do you got for us? On the latest issue of Autumn Action News, we look into Teacher Appreciation Week. In this story, we look closer into one of our teachers here at the Salt River Schools, Dawn Burstyn-Myers. Not only has she adapted to the format of online class teaching, she helps out by handing out food during the school's food distribution. She also leads the activities that are in place for the parents and their children to have fun. We appreciate Dawn for her dedication to Salt River Schools. Awesome, yeah. She's a great teacher. Definitely, definitely. Speaking of the food distribution, did you know that they've been celebrating theme days? These themes are further examined in the latest issue of Autumn Action News as Salt River Schools Food Services in the Salt River Police Department have been handing out food to students Monday through Friday since mid-April. To make the visit more personal and engaging to the student, the themes are meant for the students to get creative when they come to receive their food, such as having Hawaii Day, Disney Day, Puppet Day. With these themes, the students can be creative and have fun. Yeah, I remember seeing I remember catching a few on Facebook looking through there. Um you know, this this is might be a great opportunity to um shout out the um Salt River Schools Facebook page. You can find them at facebook.com/saltriverschools and they are constantly putting up content. They they've got some of the best content that I've seen. They've oh, they're always posting videos of their teachers, videos of their kids. Um, getting people involved and you know big shout out to to everybody over there who's involved with this yes definitely I'm always excited to see those because each theme people really they kind of go all out with it amazing stuff yeah so yes those were four quick stories that we had uh, published in the autumn action newspaper for the May 21st issue again you can read the whole paper cover to cover at autumnnews.org that is O-O-D-H-A-M-N-E-W-S dot O-R-G. Once again, we thank you so much for listening, taking the time out, out of your day to listen to us. And um, Mar- Marissa, do you have anything else to add? Yes, please, please, please. If you have a graduate, whether they be in a senior in college, kindergarten, eighth grade promotion, please send them our way. Yes, send them our way, send us a photo, and you can also submit a 30-word message to your graduate. We are working on our graduation issue, um, which will be coming out on June 4th. June 4th is when our next issue comes out of the Autumn Action News. Uh, The deadline to submit is May 28th, so you're going to want to be sure to get us your information before May 28th. And you could go to a website and you can email anybody on staff and we'll be happy to take your submission. All right, well, thanks again, and uh, you be safe out there, Marissa. I'm good. All right, we'll catch you (laughs) in the next one. Bye.